Hark, hear the bells, sweet silver bells all seem to say. I was just doing a harmony. Oh. Jack God. Frost is, oh, a murderous snowman. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome. <laughs> to Kayla and Harrison. Won't shut the fuck up. And we truly won't this week because well, we, we really got won't. five days of crambish. Or Yule or literally whatever the fuck you want to call it. It's a holiday. That's all you need to know. Yeah. I got really distracted because one of the stars of the film we're about to, t- to talk about when she showed up in this movie, I was like, oh, her. She's just like, she's in every every kind of crappy movie from around this same time. And, and you're talking about Shannon Elizabeth. I am. Yep. That's exactly who I'm talking about. And then I got distracted because an article came up called, Whatever Happened to Shannon Elizabeth? And I, she, I haven't uh... read it. Trying to skip through the part where they explain who she is. I know who she is. I have eyes. She's a Scientologist now or something. Oh, is she? Probably. I don't know. I don't have time to read this article. This is a gauntlet rapid fire episode. That's true. So who knows? I don't know. Did she decide to stop being a film actor or did she just stop getting roles? I guess I'll never know. Because we have to talk about the 1997 Horror comedy, Jack Frost. Comedy slasher film written and directed by Michael Cooney. Um, so a little bit of background. I remember mm-hmm. vividly as a child going into <laughs> Shout Out Farmore, which was a pharmacy slash and more. Oh, uh, where I grew hey. up, <laughs> um, which was equi- the equivalent of like target before target existed i guess i don't know when did target come out who cares oh i don't know um i was in 1997 because that's when this came out and i would walk down the little aisles and i would go to the horror section because my mom would be shopping elsewhere in the store Uh and back then the movie section was like inside of a cage so that people couldn't walk out with movies so it was like a store within a store so it felt like i was in a castle of vhs Okay. And the horror section is where I would always go, which was right by Action. And I always remember the VHS titles that stick out in my mind are Tank Girl, okay, with Lori Petty's face, yes. Jack Frost, with uh-huh. the snowman's face with uh, icicle teeth, uh-huh. and then Death Becomes Her, and a few other things. Okay. But Jack Frost is one of those that I always think about. Did you see it when you were that young? I don't remember. I, I don't I remember. What, I think I did. I think I did. So I think my friend Matthew, um, his mom would always let us watch movies that we weren't supposed to. Shout out to nice. Matthew's mom. And uh, I'm pretty sure that's how I first watched this movie. And the two of us were like just laughing the whole time. Because this is like South Park time. Like where everything yes. is a joke and, you know, Th- this super is definitely cynical. Su- it's supposed to be funny. It's not something that's so bad it's funny. It's It's also so funny. bad it's funny though. It is. And I will tell you I my childhood experience of Jack Frost is that I it says that it was a direct to video film and I suppose they still advertise direct to video films because I remember being a kid and seeing advertisements for the 1997 
which is the the horror Jack Frost, mm-hmm. and thinking it was really scary. Um, when I was, I would have been eight, I guess, um, seven or eight. And when I saw the advertisements for this Jack Frost, it was very scary. So much so that when the the next year the Jack Frost with Michael Keaton came out. You Which were like, is, I'm not trusting this. I, yeah, I, I remember being like, uh-uh. I remember the last time there was a Jack Frost. You're not going to get me. me. You're not getting me, Michael Keaton. This is clearly a sequel um, to the horror one, which I never saw as a child. I watched it for the first time this week. So The horror one. Have you still not the seen the Michael Keaton one? I don't think I've ever seen the Michael Keaton one. Well, and I wonder... I. This, I'm not sure that this happened, but I can imagine my mom being like, Kayla, do you want to see Jack Frost? And me being like, no! <laughs> Turning into a snowman and screaming. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, th- this was around the time of like a lot of really bad, like my obsession with B-horror. Mm-hmm. Um, like, which stays with me to this day. Um. I think I mentioned this in a previous episode, but every year Carly and I watch Thanksgiving on yes. Thanksgiving, which is a um, equally terribly produced uh, horror film about a turkey that comes to life. Oh, granted. Of um, an ancient turkey, sorry. Uh-oh. Um, and this is about the same production quality as that and like Evil Bong and whatever <laughs> that company is that makes most of those movies. Um, the Evil Bong movies? Yeah. Yeah, I know uh, what you're talking about. Because I think they also made, like, Ginger Dead Man. And, <laughs> yeah, it's called Full Moon Features. They Their most famous movies are the Puppet Master films. Sure. Which are not, I wouldn't consider be B-grade horror. Sure. <laughs> but, I've never, if I we're don't getting know. specific. Yes. Um, this movie is delightful. You know, I was going to say, uh, with, and I'll talk about it as we go on, but I really think that this is possibly my favorite of all the films this week. <laughs> and, <laughs> I love that. I don't know if that's really uh, a boon for Jack Frost. Right. Or if that's the opposite <laughs> of a boon for all the other films that we talked about this week during our horrible Christmas rapid fire gauntlet. Um but I, I, I enjoyed watching this movie. I did not think I would. And I certainly don't think little Kayla would have. So it's good that this is the first time watching yes. it. But I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it for the most part. And I will tell you that I didn't think I would. Yeah. I well, I absurdity is the name of the game with these movies. Yeah. So Tell me about the plot of this film, please, Harrison. <laughs> the plot is that... In the quiet town of Snowminton, a serial killer... I mean, even killer, that, I'm like, granted, Snowminton. A, a serial killer named Jack Frost. Mm-hmm. Who, it seems that his name is just Jack Frost, by the way. It doesn't seem like he ever had snow-themed killings before. It's just that his name is literally Jack No, Frost. it's just part of the lore. Yeah, they're yes. creating an elaborate world for us here. And we... Okay. We are Thank you. embedded in it from the moment it starts. Yes. We're in an ambulance. We're going through the snow. Mm-hmm. Um, both of the drivers are eerily close together. I loved that. I, did, <laughs> I also took a note of that. They've got 
<laughs> they're also <laughs> steering the wheel as though they're on a go-kart. Like They are really twisted. And Mary's got one little windshield wiper and they're like swooshed together. Yeah, it's Adorable. truly it's truly a quality piece of cinema. I'm um, a big fan of those two at the beginning. So the ambulance is going to it's going to the town where this man Jack Frost was arrested to execute him I assume the implication here is that he he was imprisoned elsewhere yes and he had murdered many people they're returning him to Snowminton to execute him and they're running behind because it's because it's snowing everyone keeps saying he's gonna be dead at midnight and then I, i don't know when this spoiler alert um prison transport van crashes into a genetics laboratories van uh it's almost instantaneously midnight so they really were running behind as as cute as they were harrison they were not good drivers no um they weren't and but they survived the drivers survived and who else survived the crash um i don't well i mean jack frost did. jack frost did yeah but not for long because as he exits the chemical the chemical as he exits the vehicle Mm -hmm. jack is sprayed like a fire hose with whatever the chemicals were inside the truck and we watch him dissolve in a wonderful series of vignettes i really enjoyed that whole scene especially because the driver one of the drivers of the of the van is like all poised like he's gonna have to fight the serial killer and and as jack frost slowly disintegrates into blood into the snow he's like kind of he's not quite looking at the camera but he's kind of got that look like can you guys believe this i didn't even have to fight him (laughs) how convenient for me as jack frost's body disintegrates and becomes one with the molecular structure of snow you don't know that's what's happening at first (laughs) (laughs) well no we're told that through animation (laughs) the joy of animation the joy of animation and that's how the film starts jack's dead Mm -hmm. and if you were in this position what would your first act be um you would find the sheriff who arrested you I suppose. I, good point, Harrison. I guess that's exactly what I would do. Can so, I, okay. That's he what Jack, that's just what Jack does. He goes back a to Snowminton. So throughout the film, we learn that he's, he has, he has, uh, his DNA has attached itself to an abiotic material, which in this case is water. Um, and he can freeze and melt at will. So when you think about it too much, Harrison, he chooses to look the way that costume does, which is the three, the very, you know, segmented three ball body of a typical snowman with no features. Because if you recall, Harrison, when he goes to find the sheriff to get his revenge on the sheriff, he is given features. He is given, he's given the eyes, the nose, the mouth. Everything is given to him by the sheriff's little boy. Mm-hmm. What? And then he kills one of his friends with a sled. Yeah, duh. As you do. But I think it's probably because he was trying to be inconspicuous. Oh, I, you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, 
But <laughs> who fucking knows? So <laughs> he makes his way to the sheriff's house and mm-hmm. kills a bunch of people on the way there. And mm-hmm. then... Well, he only kills one old man who they refer to over and over again as old man <gasps> Harper. Yeah, but also then he kills the kid. Oh, yeah. Sure. There's a bloodbath occurring. Okay. And more people are dying. And finally they put it together that it is Jack Frost. Because he attacks them all. Yeah. because In the form of a snowman. Yeah. Also, a very jolly looking snowman. I mean, I... Was the, was the cover of the VHS that haunted you as a child? It didn't haunt you. It just haunted me. Um, did it? Was it this skeletal CGI version of oh, the, the 3D? Yes. Yeah. It, you That's turn not... the you turn. It's a. Um... Oh, was it like holographic or whatever? Yeah, or not holographic. What's the word? Uh... Shit, I can't remember. I know what you mean. It's like it's it's just like the the raised plastic, and when you move it, like ventricular when you tilt it sure yeah sure Ventri- he doesn't look ventricular? anything like that in the film he doesn't have human eyes um he has coal for eyes and he has a carrot nose at one point he does have icicle teeth so granted but he doesn't have a tongue no he doesn't have a tongue so lenticular honestly, maybe Maybe little Kayla wouldn't have been scared because he just looks like a very happy, fluffy snowman through the whole thing. He d- well, he's pretty not, much except for his very foul mouth. You would. Oh well, sure. I, so if I watched it on mute without the captions, <laughs> <laughs> then you'd be fine. It's lenticular. That's the word I'm looking for. Oh, okay, um, Linda, so you shift the VHS back and forth, and you see two different images. The peaceful, happy snowman transforms into an evil snowman with teeth. Uh... Um, as he does in the movie. So out on his rampage, he kills a whole bunch of people, decapitates some people, uh-huh. uh, suffocates Shannon Elizabeth nude in a shower. I actually think, so this is the one, the one point of the movie where I wasn't having a scary amount of fun was this, the death of Shannon Elizabeth, because I, he kills her by raping her to death with a carrot. Yeah. That's what's happening in that scene. It's not explicit in that you don't see the carrot penetrate her, but you don't see anything else that causes her to die other than being slammed up against the wall. But that doesn't appear. It, and then he takes, he's not wearing his carrot when it's happening. And then he puts it back on and he's like, oh, I'll have to call you later. And it's like, uh, that kind of, for me, it's ironic to say that it crossed the line in a film like this. But for me, I was like, oh, it kind of, it kind of was like, oh no, I'm not. Yeah, that's definitely like fun. the most uncomfortable part of the movie. And I can't believe I'm saying here that what really, what almost ruined uh, the 1997 Jack Frost for me was the carrot rape scene. Like that's a sentence that formulated <laughs> it in my brain, and I said out loud. Well, it's valid. So thanks a lot, Jack Frost. Um, I, you know, I. I really don't know that I understood that that's what happened until having it explained. Oh, well, (laughs) I thought a lot about that scene. I read it online to prepare Uh for this. And then I was like, right. But I don't think I, I think what I, what I thought was happening in that scene was that he was pounding her head against the shower and she died from a concussion or some, of some sort. 
But that's not what happened. <laughs> that's not what's happening. And I, I will say, too, that I thought she w- what I thought was going to happen, because he starts coming, he, he, so she's taking a bath in his liquefied form, because he can go from solid to liquid at will. Granted. Um, there was a moment where I thought she was just going to be frozen into the bath. Like, because she kept dunking her head under the water. Oh, right. She had just dried her hair for so long that her boyfriend was murdered during it. Mm-hmm. Don't ask me why you would blow dry your hair painstakingly and then take a bath. Anyway. Um, and I kept thinking she was going to get frozen under the bath water, which I think would have been just as scary and effective. But no. <laughs> I mean, I guess I, I, I'm not. I'm not. This character is sexually crude. So I guess, granted, that was going to happen at some point. Right? I mean, uh, eh, I don't know. Who knows? I'm thinking a lot about Jack Frost here. <laughs> it's a, a whole lot. It's a slippery, snowy slope. Um, <laughs> so, long story short, we get to the end, mm-hmm. and they try they killing try... the snowman multiple ways. They try to burn him. They try well. They they try melting him in a couple of different ways until they're thinking at some point we'll melt him just good enough for him to evaporate very well. Like, uh, but then when they they put him in the they put him in the fire and he evaporates, but then he condenses on the inside of the. Mm-hmm. Uh, so melting doesn't work, Harrison. No, it doesn't. But you know what does work? What? Ryan, the child of the sheriff, mm-hmm. in a moment that's, I can only imagine, supposed to be cute, reveals that he made his dad oatmeal with antifreeze, antifreeze in, it, in it, so that he wouldn't get cold. He was literally, this movie could have gone such a different route if he had poisoned his father and killed him in the opening scene. It's funny because when he says it, he says it like he knows that a human can't consume antifreeze. Oh, he knows. Like, he's bashful about it. Like, well, I'm sorry, Dad, that I tried to literally poison you with antifreeze. (laughs) (laughs) What a good movie. Yeah, and and then they discover that antifreeze is the kryptonite here. And that's what they have to use to kill him. So what do they do? They get a tarp. Yeah. They somehow carry what appears to be 50 gallons of antifreeze <laughs> from the inside tra- of the door into a fl- truck. A truck. And Don't worry about it. Meanwhile, the sheriff does a full body, cross body launch through a window. <laughs> he and the snowman go down into the antifreeze and Jack Frost dissolves. Yeah. And then they put him into... Little barrels, they siphon it all into little antifreeze bottles and put him in an <laughs> unmarked grave on the side of the highway. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what happens. Uh, and then... as we leave the scene, one mm-hmm. of the containers is bubbling, revealing Jack is still, in fact, alive. Somehow. Does that, though? I don't know about that. <laughs> Although there is a sequel. Have you seen Jack Ross 2? Jack you Frost have. 2, Revenge Tell me, of the I'm Killer, very... Mutant Snowman, Mutant Killer I Snowman, have... excuse me. I'm um, very intrigued by the cover, which implies he's on a beach, or am I misreading this? He looks like he's wearing a, a Hawaiian lei. It is, in fact, in Hawaii. Granted. Um, 
This reminds me of that snowman in Frozen who likes the warm weather. <laughs> I assume it's exactly like that. It's based on that, yes. Um, <laughs> the Actually, I don't know that it takes place in Hawaii. It's, it's like an uh, undisclosed location in the Pacific. Oh, okay, well. Um, but the whole premise is that he brings winter to the island. Oh. Um, and as you can imagine... It's equally stunning Creepy. of a movie. I, I want to watch it. Um, I'm down for it. It's very... The thing I noticed about it, because I think I've only seen it a few times, actually. And the thing I noticed about it the last time I watched it is um, pretty much all the deaths are off camera, if okay. I remember correctly. Yeah. That was something I was going to actually say about the... You're talking about Jack Frost 2. Yes. Because Jack Frost 1 doesn't have that issue, but for the majority of the film, Jack jack frost you don't see the snowman puppeting like they go out of their way for whenever he's talking you're looking at and i don't i don't get the feeling that it's like to build up suspense like is it really the snowman talking i get the sense that this is just again my stupid assumption that they were like it looks dumb as shit that we just have this like foam this foam snowman and what's clearly a man's hand operating the mouth like that's dumb we'll figure something out right and then they never do and they get halfway through the film and they're like we can't avoid the shot of him talking anymore now it just looks silly so just go for it it's a man's hand in a foam snowman yeah. don't worry about it <laughs> i think this is really interesting and i didn't actually know this so michael cooney who's the writer mm -hmm. in an interview for vangoria said uh that he served as director of the film as well because they couldn't afford a director um <laughs> well, and he said amazing. that he referenced campbell's soups let it snow advertisement and noted notes that the commercial had a budget of three times that of his film that he made <laughs> what was the budget on this film um, I don't actually know, but I know he also wrote, um, I actually, I think we looked up the budget. I just can't remember, but he also wrote, um, identity and he said identity had a budget of 30 million and Jack Frost was made for the cost of that movie's catering budget. <laughs> so I have, I have a feeling that had a lot to do with it. They couldn't afford to invest much into the special effects of this movie and it shows and we love it because of it. I it definitely doesn't. Now I, I was trying to find the budget. I can't really find it online, but I can see here that the Rotten Tomatoes score is 7% for this film, which is not, I don't, that's not deserved. Especially when you consider that last, yesterday's, yesterday's film, Happiest Season, which in my opinion is a garbage dump, has like an 85% on Rotten Tomatoes. So why do I keep putting stock in what Rotten Tomatoes thinks, Harrison? Yeah, they don't know shit. Because you know what? Jack Frost... Is the best movie ever made. <laughs> I mean, it's certain. I, I, I think it, it's pretty much not to give away what we're doing tomorrow, but I think this is my favorite of the bunch this week. Yeah. Jack Frost, 1997. What do you give this movie? What is your rating? Okay, so I'm ready to give a rating. I want to say also that I, I, this is one of those films that was right at the end, I feel like, of, of all encompassing film making like in terms of this is this is right at the point where people started shooting digital mm. and i think god damn it 
Robert Rodriguez, who I normally love, it's your fault. Everyone switches over to the digital medium and doesn't do anything good with it for the next, like, 30 years. It hasn't been 30 years, but you see what I'm <laughs> saying. So this was right at the end where it was like, even though this movie is a joke and this budget was nothing, this is a well-shot film, and it's visually very interesting and very entertaining. I liked all of the victim point-of-view shots, like, from inside the Christmas tree or from under the water. Like, it didn't have to be there, but it was there, and they did it well. And the film itself was nice. Like, it looked it was a good looking film. I thoroughly enjoyed watching it. I was going to give this film. Oh, I just put my hand down on my own desk and it was sticky. Oh, that's, that's exciting. That's a problem that I should fix. Just going to hold my hands like this. What did I spill, Harrison? Oh my God. It's probably Jack Frost. Oh, it's antifreeze. Oh, my hand. No. Um, anywho. I genuinely enjoyed this film. The, the, the Shannon Elizabeth scene really rubbed me the wrong way um i just and again i i I don't i'm not a good enough writer or orator to explain exactly why i could watch any amount of violence but then sexual violence just you know puts it over the top for me but that really kind of took me out of it other than that i had a great time watching this movie and i genuinely thought i could just watch this movie like this is hilarious and i'm enjoying it i'm gonna give this film a four out of six Hell yeah, we're going to give it the same damn score. Yeah. This film is by no means perfect, <laughs> but it is fun, with the exception of the scene that you're describing. Yes. I love that it showed too. a kid get killed, like literally decapitated with the fucking Ow. snow thing. What is it called? <laughs> a sled? A, sl- a toboggan, if you will, maybe. <laughs> uh, it's, it's no holds barred. Um. Mm-hmm. And I am curious about kind of like the cinematography um, and him having to direct after he was just the writer. I think that's really interesting. And I wonder if that contributed to some of those, uh, whatever's <laughs> points of view. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Harrison, you're truly suffering from the Christmas gauntlet. I, I am, am as well. I it's am as well. <laughs> takes a lot out of you i've got sticky antifreeze all over my life so that's where i'm at <laughs> Whew. that's where we're at so you gave it a four i gave it a four everyone go watch jack frost go watch jack frost i'm gonna go wash my hands <laughs> bye bye